Welcome to a powerful encounter with the Word of God, brought to you by Eastwood Annabelle. to you briefly a word I call power to the faith power to the faith COVID-19 has been with us since the end of 2019 and it has pushed us throughout 2020 it was there 2021 it has followed us even into February and it is very likely it will push us throughout this year. Um, we were hoping that the coming of the vaccine would mean end of COVID-19. That, that, that was the kind of hope we had, quixotic albeit. And, and, and now we are receiving AstraZeneca vaccine, Johnson & Johnson, Pfizer, and so on and so forth. And we thought this is going to Sputnik, and we thought that is going to be the end. And India, where some of the vaccines are being manufactured, if you go there and see the way Corona is destroying India, they are cremating the people on the streets. That means people just die. There is no hospital to take them, no mocks to put them, and they burn human beings with fire on the streets. It means that COVID is still pushing humankind. Businesses are collapsing. Families are going down. Many things are happening. People are getting discouraged. Businessmen are carrying loans they can't pay. Many things are happening around the world. But I came to you with a certain announcement today that in spite of all the negativity, the children of God will overcome and they will explode. I said they will overcome and they will explode. And I announce to you that you are one of the people who will overcome and you will explode. Come on, shout, I will explode seven times. You will, over, you will explode. Now, in the midst of all the weakness and everything and people getting discouraged, I hear just one word of God that he said he giveth power to the faint. In this time, anybody that is fainting, the Bible said, God said, I will give power to the faint. I will give coax to the faint. I will give strength to the faint. I will give power and might to the faint. I will give energy to the faint. I will give the capacity to overcome to the faint. Anybody who is fainting, the, the fainting are the people that are getting discouraged. The fainting are the people that are giving up. The fainting are the people that want to commit suicide. He said, I will give power to the faint. And watch this. Many times people want to pretend like fainting is not real. They want to pretend like discouragement is not real. They want to pretend like they always have energy, but mm -mm, life is not like that. There are times in life when you will feel so low that you will feel subhuman. 
Look at Elijah the Tishbite. The man who overcame the prophets of Baal on Mount Camel. My Bible tells me that he runs, he sits under the juniper tree and he wished that he was dead. He said, Lord, I am like one of my fathers, just kill me. Moses went to God, he said, God, kill me, kill me. Moses wanted to die. Moses wanted to die. Life has become so difficult for people. Something. They took a strong man and made him weak. Pulled out his eyes. Shaved his hair. Butchered and tortured the man. Until he stood between two pillars. And said, Lord, strengthen me this once. Why did he say strengthen me this once? He said, my life will be useless without my eyes. There are many people who have lost their eyes. They've lost a certain component of their bodies. And they are just like, Lord, you know what? I want to die. I want to die. People are giving up. Challenging situations of the present hour. The hour and the season in which we are is not good. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increases strength. This is the prophecy of God for you tonight that He is giving you power. Receive the power in the name of Jesus. If you were getting weak and getting faint, and you have no energy to continue this journey, I pray for the supply of energy, the supply of life, the supply of grace into your life. Anybody who is giving up, anybody who is you anybody who is saying my life is over I came to announce to you your life is not over your life is starting your life is just starting receive power and to them that have no mind he increases strength receive strength the one that is clapping the loudest somewhere ah strength is coming to you anytime you are clapping you are receiving power anytime you are clapping you are receiving strength receive power receive strength and anytime you shout the devil can never recover he giveth power to the faith and to them that have no strength and to them that have no might he increases strength. Paul wrote to the Corinthians, First Corinthians chapter 4 and the verse number 11. And he talked about the present hour. Everybody say the present hour. Come on, say it again, the present hour. He talked about present hour. And the present hour is this part of hour in which we find ourselves. It's not just one hour like between 2 p.m. and 3 p.m. Like 4 p.m. and 5 p.m. When he says the present hour, what he's talking about this is the season in which we are. This present hour in which you and I are is called the COVID-19 pandemic era. We, we are in a day when it is not easy for anybody. In this present hour, some assailants are making us weak and are taking away our strength. Fear. I've never seen fear like the generation in which we are. The other day we were doing a child dedication here on Sunday. And then when we did the child dedication, I was looking at the baby sleeping on the, on the, on the arms of the daddy. 
And I said in my head, this baby hasn't got the fear we, we have. This baby doesn't fear armed robbers. This baby doesn't fear accident. This baby doesn't fear occultists. In fact, the baby doesn't know what is happening around the baby, around himself or herself. Fear. Fear in the hospitals. Fear everywhere. Some time ago, when you were sick, you went to the hospital and you knew you were going to get well. These days, you are going to the hospital and you are even scared. You are scared of infections. You are scared of COVID. You are scared of some hospital staff who may treat you rough. You are scared of something. Some, something makes you afraid. You sit in a bus. I remember when I was a, a boy, when we sat in STC and we said we are going to Accra, we knew we are going to Accra and to Accra we shall go. But these days you sit in the buses, you have to pray. Sometime ago I heard a story that the armed robbers have even started joining the buses. And if armed robbers don't join, witches will join. And you are all in the car. And these witches are like suicide bombers. They are in the car. They don't mind dying. And by the time they sit in the bus, they covenant with the devil that even if they lose their life, all they are interested in is that the 34 people in the bus must all die. I pray in Jesus' name. May your blood never be mingled with any strange blood. May your blood not be mingled with your blood in the car, in the plane, on the land, in the house, in the business. Come on, shout a yes and praise God. Fear. 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 He said, the troubles of this present hour let me let me take first corinthians chapter 4 and the verse number 11 again even unto this present hour we both hunger and test and are naked and buffeted and have no certain dwelling place look at the things hunger test nakedness buffeting and homelessness no certain dwelling place and these are the problems that are multiplied around the world. Hunger. The other day we talked about hunger. We talked about hunger. Hunger. Don't think so. Because we are not thinking Bogatanga here. We are thinking kingdom. We are thinking global. And the hungry people are everywhere. Yesterday I saw some people drinking some water. They, they fetch water. And they were going to drink. And I was shocked. That, that water they were going to drink, they were in the capital of Ghana, in Accra. The water was muddy, thick, like milk. And people are going to drink it. This is red milk. And uh, uh, hunger. So fear. Hunger. Hunger. Believers, let's not forget. God wants us to keep this world alive and to give people strength. And sometimes when God says he gives power to the faint, if I am hungry, don't give me prayer. Give me food to eat. If I am hungry, don't pray for me. Give me food. What? The prayer you are going to give to me, what would the prayer do for me? Give me food. 
another person said i'm going to feed the children for one week and we said then mommy came and said what about glory land glory land is a school that that the owner is also in the desert pastures and they reach out to that school to also go and give them food one week and listen to me when i look at what was done four thousand five hundred to feed i think over 300 children by the grace of god for some people that is very cheap some of you can feed the whole school for one year and it won't kill you because there are some of you raising 4500 ghana cities a week is possible with you but you know what i guess there are many people who don't know the use of money they don't know that money can put dignity on people like this that money can save lives like this these are children I, I just stood here and i made an announcement an appeal i said we are going to feed them for one week and i said i believe that an individual somewhere is going to do it and two individuals appeared one took care of this school and we extended it to another school hunger hunger of course these children are not hungry Maybe many of their parents could have provided the food. But what is better evangelism than for a child to go home and return five Ghana cities to the parent and say, Mommy, here is the five Ghana CD you gave me to go and eat. And the parent said, what happened? Then you say, Mama Rosemont gave us free lunch for one week. And, and, and the dad is a Muslim or the dad is an ancestral worshiper or the dad doesn't want to hear about these churches at all. Oh, you mean that you mean they gave you food hunger but you see this is not the hunger I'm talking about the real hunger in this world you see children with distended stomachs kwashioko and marasmus you see people that have grown lean and there is a depression on their neck you see people that have grown lean and they are sitting down and house flies are moving all over their faces that is the kind of hunger we have in the world hunger hunger is displacing people it's making people run everybody shout this present hour come on say this present hour i am showing you the face of this present hour fear hunger another dimension of the face of this present hour divorce divorce a pastor celebrated his 25th wedding anniversary and i called him and i said thank you very much he said pastor eastwood for what i said for giving us an example of a marriage that can last 25 years because this time being married for 25 years is a designer or luxury design sorry designer or luxury commodity the people marry five years is off three years is off ten years is off and you know what i believe seriously that sometimes when it comes to divorce and you listen to the people you will see all these um tones of witchcraft in the thing because i tell you people when, when you deal with a lot of the divorce cases you ask yourself if this thing is not a spirit what is it if it's not a spirit what is it 
What is it that can make two love beds that married sometimes even against the advice of everybody? And then suddenly they have become enemies. There is something in it. Whether it's from the two people, or it's from their family, or it's from their friends, I dare say sometimes there's witchcraft behind the thing. And I lose every marriage tonight from the spirit of witchcraft. I lose a marriage. I lose a I lose I lose I lose I lose a marriage from the spirit of witchcraft. You hate your husband like that because of witchcraft. You hate your wife like that because of witchcraft. You hate your own family like that because of witchcraft. You know what Paul said? No man ever hates his own flesh. Nobody ever hates their own flesh. So by the time you hate your husband or your wife with whom you have been joined as one flesh, there is a spirit. Well, I don't love her again. There is a spirit. I don't love him again. There is a spirit. Let, can I suggest this to Christians? Start examining what you carry. Maybe what you carry is not the spirit of God. It's witchcraft. And this month into next month, I'll be talking about witchcraft a lot. This present hour, divorce. The courts are full. The churches are, the, the courts are tired of Christians who are coming there that the, the marriage they themselves entered and nobody forced them into it. They don't want it anymore. They want out. They are fainting in that marriage. Can I suggest, but let me tell you this marriage is a very challenging assignment to undertake. It, no, it's not an easy thing to marry. But if somebody is under the sound of my voice and you are getting tired of your marriage, the Bible said he giveth power to the faint. I inject strength into your heart, strength into your life. Don't quit that marriage. Make sure that that marriage works. And I prophesy upon you today, your marriage will work. Your marriage will not collapse. Any weapon of witchcraft release against your marriage. Any hardness of heart. Now watch this. Paul said, but that some, some followers of Jesus asked Jesus, but Moses said, you can give somebody the bill of divorcement and you can let the person go. And Moses, as Jesus answered and said, this was given to them because of the hardness of the heart of man. Now, when it comes to the hardness of the heart of man, the Bible said, disobedience and stubbornness are like the sin of witchcraft and idolatry. So, hardness of heart is a manifestation of witchcraft. hardness of heart and you can deal with the man and see look this is a wizard you are talking to deal with the woman and you can tell this is a witch you are handling and that's because these are spirits in people that don't respect the anointed they use the anointing but they don't respect the anointing they use the anointing to put their marriage together but when they are breaking the marriage they don't listen to the anointing these are people that use the anointing and abuse it when it is necessary christians cannot do with a bible speaking in tongues casting out devils and a pretentious spiritual authority They can't. 
today in the church who stays in a marriage because of the pastor no matter what you talk if they want to break they will break away they will frustrate you the pastor they will disturb your soul can i suggest this witchcraft witchcraft until church gets to the place where they say sit you sit stand you stand do this you do it according to the commandment of the word of god it will not be well with us when he says he gives power to the faint some of the power comes by obeying the word of god that when you receive the word of god and you receive the commandment of god and you walk in the commandment then you receive peace i speak peace upon every family upon every home and anybody shouting that is the peace of god in your heart Oh, bereavement because of the bereavement in this present time bereavement oh people are dying these days oh people are dying you have no idea the number of people i contact on facebook sometimes i'm just watching facebook and i just see gone so soon gone too soon then they will mention somebody and say oh why people are bereaved people are going through things corona pandemic is claiming lives and apart from the lives that the pandemic is is claiming other things are claiming lives accidents accidents other sicknesses and diseases people are committing suicide armed robbery is killing people rogues are attacking people and killing them just to take a motorbike away bereavement we've cancelled we cannot work but funerals you cannot cancel them because people are still dying anybody under the sound of my voice who's lost a relative i want to encourage you today receive power receive power receive power david had a child and the child died and when the child died my bible said and david got up washed his face bathed put on his dresses and was going he said bring me food to eat and they said but when the child was sick you didn't eat now that the child is dead you want to eat he said when he was sick i prayed to god to see if god could bring him back god could make him recover but now that he's dead I cannot bring him back that is why I'm going to eat and you know what he said he said he will not come to me but I will go to him he will not come to me but I will go to him ladies and gentlemen anytime you lose a relative let me give you some secret now watch this David said he will not come to me he cannot come back to me but i will go to him in other words the dead are dead they cannot change anything on earth they are gone and they cannot change anything on earth the dead person is gone he cannot come back to you but you can go you will go to him in other words the dead person whether it's a child an adult 
has finished their work on earth. Sometimes they say, oh, but how can you say they finished their work on earth? If they didn't finish, they won't go. Listen, the fact that somebody died early doesn't mean they haven't finished their work. You won't understand me. Look at a mango tree. You plant the mango tree and it takes years for the tree to bear fruit. You plant corn and within months, the corn is bearing fruit. So the corn will die and the mango tree is still there. But note this, the corn will bear fruit. People will eat the fruit. The corn has finished its assignment within months and the corn will be gone because it has set its purpose. And the mango tree is still waiting because it has to bear fruit. I can tell some of you who are still alive, because who? You are still alive because God is giving you time to perform. God is giving you time to repent. God is giving you time to change. God is giving you time to fulfill an assignment. And your assignment is different from the assignment of somebody who has departed. And watch this. The whole essence of the devil sometimes even killing somebody. Is so that you that are alive will make a mistake. So that the one who has departed, you will not go to him and you will not go to her. Because if they die and you mess up your life, you become an alcoholic. You, you, devo- you break up your marriage. You destroy your life. You get full of bitterness and anger and you leave the church and you depart from Christ. Then the one who died will go to heaven but you will die and you cannot go to them because you messed up your life when they passed. Bereavement. And watch this. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. I will get to that. He giveth power to the faith. Listen. Your life can do something. And I don't know who you've lost. Maybe husband or wife. Child, parent. Don't commit suicide. I speak power to the faint. 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 Now, this present hour, fear, hunger, divorce, bereavement. Somebody gets bereaved. And when you go among the southness, the people in the south, when somebody gets bereaved, I remember the first time I heard this word, when one my boss died here in Bogatanga, I lost my boss who was a senior pharmacist and I was his assistant. He passed and then I had to become the acting pharmacist of the hospital. Nice man, Mr. Santi. Mr. Santi passed and when I got to the hospital, this um, hospital people that were working in the hospital, I heard them shouting. Mr. Santi, Asao Asa. Asao Asa. Asao Asa. Mr. Santi, Asao Asa. All of me who say, Obi Wa, eh, Omukase Asa. Joblessness. Corona has taken away the jobs. The jobs are non existent. They are not there. People are looking for employment. The employment is not there. 
Look at the amount of engineering, software engineering, digital operation in a church. Look at the amount of sophistication that the church is involved in. Look at sound engineering in a church building. You know what we are doing? By the grace of God, we are contributing to the job situation around the world. So somebody is telling me that the one coming home balancing like this is better than you going home after church with your eyes clean. With your eyes clean. May you worship God without apology. May you serve God without apology. Come and clap your hands and scream like I'm talking to you. Listen. Listen. Somebody is here, you've lost your job. Get up and find another job. Your business collapse. May God give you the grace to start another one. I'm going to show you a man who knew how to create jobs. His name is Joseph. He was a self-employed man. He told his brothers, you and me were binding sheaves. And binding sheaves is work. He said, and all of your sheaves were bowing down to me. That means, you know what? When it comes to binding sheaf, I am doing work and you and I cannot stop it. They got envious. They said they will stop him. He came. He said, even if you stop me from binding the sheaves, I will now leave the ground. I will relocate. I'll find myself in heaven. And I'll be working with stars. And my star will be so bright. Your stars will be bowing down to my star. And the moon and the sun will bow down to me. In other words, one day, I will give my father and mother food to eat. I believe you've been blessed by this message. For further information, please visit www.eastwoodanaba.com. God bless you richly.